Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Of course, your host William Ramo, and on the other line is, of course, as always, Macaulay Matthew. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going out there right now? I'm doing all right, man. Glad to have you on the show. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk about uh, stuff in the world of sports. Uh, you know, the the, the um, NBA All-Star game uh, that's coming up uh, tomorrow night. Uh, talk about the latest uh, uh, story that seemed like it was ending, but now it's apparently never ending now. So, so proper here. Uh, we'll get to the latest on that. Um, also talk about um, what happened at um, Elimination Chamber you know, major st- stuff happened with SmackDown and Raw. We'll get to that. Of course, we're going to talk about the uh, the um, Festival of Friendship and, uh, you know, so much more. And uh, we'll, we'll even uh, give my little personal take on the, the, the Stranger Things uh, show, even though I'm late to the party, you know. I know it came out, like, last year in July, but... I'm starting, finally starting to watch it after you uh, got me to, you know, got me to, you know, to check it out. So I'll, I'll give my thoughts on it so far. Almost done with season one. So I'm in season six at, right now as we speak. So I, I, actually episode six. So I'll get into that. But, um, excuse me. But of course, you know, I'm, you know, I'm glad to have you on the show, Mac. And, I'm glad for you guys to listen to another episode of Sports Urban Legend. Anytime, man. So I'm glad, you know, you guys, you know, are listening to this uh, newest episode. And, uh, you know, just uh, I want to thank you again for your continued support. Uh, But before we uh, get to, you know, the important stuff at hand, um, you know, I'd be remiss if we don't talk about the – Little stuff that happened in WWE, the passing of uh, wrestling legends. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, recently, Chavo Guerrero, uh, senior, obviously the the um, father of Chavo Guerrero Jr. and uh, the brother of uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, he passed away recently, and then just uh, just recently also, you know. Um, 
Ivan uh, Koloff, you know, the former uh, WWF champion who uh, defeated um, Bruno San Martino. He ended his streak, um, his epic streak, uh, I believe, at the Garden, you know, which is the ultimate heel move because Bruno San Martino, you know, he was he was Hulk Hogan before Hulk Hogan, you know. Hulkamania happened, you know, he was... Yeah. He was a big draw. I mean, like, um, yeah, so like for many decades, he was very popular, 50s, 60s, 70s. His career came to the end to end in the 80s. Uh, he finally went to the Hall of Fame. I, I'm, of course, talking about uh, San Martino, of course, um, just a few years ago. But, uh, you know, uh, Ivan Koloff, you know, he, he was uh, – I think his name was Bear. I'm not sure, but um, you know he was a very popular heel. Uh, you know, just, you know before uh, Iron Sheik, yeah, know, was an anti-American uh, villain, and then of course uh, other another uh, legend is of course George the Animal Steel. Uh, you know, most notably, uh, you know his uh, involvement in that uh, what many people consider the best. Uh, you know, match period, or especially WrestleMania match. And, of course, I'm talking about Iron Man, uh, you know, Macho Man, you know, Randy Savage versus uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you know, when uh, Macho Man was defending the um, Intercontinental title at uh, WrestleMania three. You know, as you all remember, uh, Jersey Animal Steel, you know, was in Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's corner. Uh, but now <clears throat> all those three legends, you know, Guerrero, Karloff, and uh, Steele, now they're, you know, they've all passed away. And, you know, my condolences go out to, you know, their entire family. Yeah, I mean, it's very sad. You know, all those le- WWE legends, uh, you know, Georgia Animal Steele. I remember watching old footage of him, especially that um, classic WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania three. Um, when he got involved, Macho Man Ricky Steamboat, and his antics and his uh, signature of uh, eating the turnbuckle. Um, you know, he's a great wrestler. And Chavo, I never saw Chavo Guerrero Sr. I never saw him perform, but you know, I've heard a lot about him. And you know, it's you know, it's a sad day for wrestling. And uh, my condolences go out to uh, you know the family and friends of those wrestlers. Yeah, another thing about uh, Jordan was still he had that weird green tongue. Yeah, and he was and, hairy. And like you said, yeah, oh yeah, that's another another uh, notable characteristic of his. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, those guys, you know, will, will all be missed. You know, sad day. You know, oh, sad, sad wrestling week. You know. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, and now that I remember, I, uh, Nicole Bass also passed away, too. Oh, yeah, you just remind me, even though I don't really consider her a, you know, uh, she was like a, right. yeah, she, I don't consider her, like, she was like, uh, she, I mean, she was wrestling, what, for several months, you know, as part of, like, yeah. uh, the whack pack, whatever you want to call them, and, you know, she was a... I don't know. She was in China or anything like that, but... Well, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, she was definitely like a bodybuilder, but not like, 
she wasn't she wasn't like a phenomenon like China was obviously. Yeah, yeah, but she was she you know she had her she she made appearances here and there in uh, WWE and some other wrestling organizations, but uh, yeah, sad that she, you know we lost her as well. You know, so my condolences to her and her and family. Exactly. Yeah, condolences go out to her family as well. You know. Um. But, um, you know, we'll talk more about, you know, what's going on in wrestling, you know, later on in the show. Uh, but, um, yeah, um, yeah, let's, I know I'm late to the party, but, you know, let's talk about Stranger Things, man. Uh, you know, uh, my thoughts on the show is that, um, yeah, I wish I was able to finish the, got to finish this episode six and the final two episodes of the season. Uh, to give you, you know, a more of a fuller summary, but um, yeah, it's a really awesome show. You know, I, you know, I love retro stuff. You know, and my my favorite decade, you know, you know, is you know the eighties, you know, eighties and nineties. You know, what you might call it. You know, watching stuff from that era. So having a show, a modern day show that, you know takes place in the 80s, and it gives a homage to all those great movies and TV shows that came out uh, in the era. It's really cool. I mean, uh, you know, kind of remind me, the show kind of remind me of, uh, you know, Firestarter, a movie I haven't seen, but you told me so much about, you know, yep. Stand By Me. Uh, I'm trying to think whether. Poltergeist. With the com- com- camaraderie. You know the four kids. Um, Star Wars. So many other shows and movies. Star Star Wars. They had some references of Star Wars. Yeah, even like the the show titles, like the Star Wars, um, the Star Wars title. You know, that's where they got it from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially the new Star Wars movie, the The Last Jedi. The font looks very similar to that. Even yeah. the color scheme and everything, you know, the red and black, you know. Yeah, I mean the directors so of. good, man. You've been you've been lobby. Yeah, I mean, say? the directors, you know, they're a big fan of the work of Steven Spielberg, John Carpenter, Stephen King, Wes Craven, George Lucas. Mm-hmm. So they drew uh, a lot. You know, they drew. Um, they were inspired by those directors' work and used some things. From the, those directors from work to um to create Stranger Things and you know is uh it's worked you know this show has become a phenomenon and second season is uh close by you know it's, it's in October and Halloween so I can't wait for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and you make a very awesome point. You know, uh, they were they were inspired by George Lucas one of their inspirations was George Lucas. And if you know a little bit about Star Wars, he was inspired by a lot of stuff, especially uh, most notably uh, um, the Flash Gordon uh, shows from like, what was it, like the 40s, 1940s. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got the whole episode stuff and having the, you know, the crawl in the beginning when they, like you you just you just dive into the middle of the action and they explain what you've missed. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right, right. The thing is scrolling, uh, was yeah. scrolling up. So basically, that you know, some 
you know, other like is um Seven Samurai. I think the movie is called Seven Samurai. A lot of you know like action films, you know westerns, um, you know Japanese, uh, you know samurai films and stuff like that. So they took the best of just like uh, Lucas before him, before them, uh, the Duffer Brothers. Uh, they, they t- just like Lucas did, the Duffer Brothers took stuff that they were inspired, of, you know, from and put it together, and it, it works. It's, that's that's when Hollywood is is innovative. Mm-hmm. When you take some ideas from other stuff, give it different names, and have you know like similar archetypes from popular shows and movies, and you 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 do something original with it. You know what I'm saying? Unlike yeah. nowadays reboots. They take the same title of a movie or, or or show or cartoon. They use the same names, the same titles, and then they recast them with younger actors and think they're going to get the same magic from the classic. And it it never works. You know what I'm yeah, saying? True. So, you know, kudos to, to, to you know to the Duffer Brothers. You know, uh, being you know innovative. You know. Yeah, and, definitely. you know, coming up with this awesome, awesome series. I, I definitely want to check it out. I, I definitely want to finish the rest of this uh, series, uh, hopefully by the end of this weekend, this weekend. So definitely awesome show. Shout out to them. And uh, I'm psyched about, you know, uh, Walking Dead, you know, that, that just, uh, the episode that just uh, passed last week. Uh, you know, Rick and uh, Daryl, they finally got their senses back and, you know, they look like they're going to go to, they're going to try to go to war with uh, the Negan in the future. So, I mean, Negan, yeah. Look, with Negan in the future. What did I say? <laughs> yeah, I said, uh, I said Governor. I mean, Negan. Oh. Governor's been long <laughs> oh, dead. I didn't, even hear, I didn't even hear that. I didn't even hear, I didn't even hear you say that. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. You know, I think uh, uh, I I wasn't expecting the war to be until next season, but it looks like they're uh, expediting things on the show right now. Yeah, but I but uh, King Ezekiel, uh, as of right now, he's he you know he's not ready for the battle. You know, so. But, but the thing know, about I assume it, he he will. Uh, you know, assume he will join the 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 um. You know the battle, and my thinking. If you saw at the end of the show, uh, Rick was happy, was smiling. He saw somebody, you know, or something made him smile. I'm guessing. My assumption would be maybe he saw, maybe Carol came back with a new group or something. But we'll find out tomorrow. You know, when the yeah. episode returns. Yeah. But yeah, it's been an awesome season uh, with uh, Walking Dead so far. So, yeah, let's see what happens. But uh, moving, you know, moving, uh, you know, back to sports, uh, you know, spring training just happened, um, you know, just started. Um, and basically, uh, you know, Cispedes, you know, um, looks like he's 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 motivated. He's really motivated. He got the contract, and. Um, you know he he's not doing the dog the you know the dog and pony shows kind of stuff. He he didn't show up with the 
with the you know awesome cars that he had last year. He didn't come on a horse. It looks like it's you know they they're getting down to business. You know, obviously he thinks they have a great chance to win. Um, another X factor is uh, Travis Darno. You know they need him to improve on his offense. They got a new uh, third base coach in uh, Spurlock who um, also. Um, was in the Yankees organization uh, after being with the D-backs for a long time. And uh, he he's also serving as a catching instructor. So um, they're really working on uh, – they're really working with uh, Darno in every facet of the game, especially the defensive side because he was a defensive liability. I mean, you know, uh, Stephen, Stephen Wonder tying his his hands behind his back would have better accuracy than than Travis Dorno right now, because uh, he he was really horrible last year. He 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 couldn't catch a cold, you know. If he uh, you know, he moved to Antarctica. You know? <laughs> it was just really, it was really bad. It was, it was really bad, you know, offensively, defensively, and he has to be the key. I know he's young. He has so much potential in every facet of the game, and. Uh, you know, they didn't go after a, a you know veteran catcher like uh, you know um, Weeders or um, trying to think of the catcher from uh, from uh, Nationals. His name escapes me for the moment. Um, Ramos, Wilson Ramos. They didn't go after him either. So they're putting a lot of faith in the young catcher Darno and. Uh, they're expecting a lot of big things from him, so you know we're gonna see, we'll see what happens with the with the um, with the Mets, and of course that impending possible suspension. We're familiar with the off the field domestic dispute he had earlier yeah. this, you know, uh, you know in the off season. So that's another black cloud hanging on the team. Not to mention the injury bug. Uh, you know Harvey's trying to come back from the injury. Um, of course, uh, Wheeler had a little discomfort uh, uh, earlier this week, and this guy's been trying to come back to pitch. He hasn't pitched in two years, so that's another um, thing to worry about. Harvey, you know, he's trying to bounce back from that brutal year he had because he was pitching hurt. Um, so, you know, the Mets have a lot to, to try to rebound, you know, after uh, getting eliminated in the playoff game. You know the one game playoff, you know, uh, against uh, Madison Bumgarner uh, and the and the San Francisco Giants. You know, so hopefully the healthy Mets will, uh, you know, will uh, have a an eighty six type year this year. But they need a lot of stuff to happen. They need, you know, they they need they need the pitchers to stay healthy and they need timely hitting. So yeah. And to improve on the defense, and a lot of it rests on Darno's um, shoulders, and hopefully Wright can, you know, stay a little bit healthy because you can't expect this guy to play 162 games anymore. They're going to need to rely a lot on Reyes and Flores, so see what happens. Yeah. And then moving on with the uh, Yankees and uh, – you know the Yankees. They they went into um, like an arbitration 
battle with um with Betanzas and you know Betanzas you know found out the stuff that they said behind closed doors about him basically saying that uh Betanzas you know is an elite closer he's a setup guy and you know his feelings got hurt and you know that's why you know these play these teams are you know uh, try you know try so hard not to get go into sal- salary arbitration with their players because when they go into salary arbitration they they gotta see you know a, a judge they go in on the players and and they rip apart every flaw because you know the organizations you know they pat their players on the back and say oh you're great you're gonna be this you're gonna be awesome you're gonna be the greatest of all time and then when they get to salary arbitration they they rip you a new one and you know they just pick apart every weakness. Oh, you know Superman? Did you know he had a um he 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 has a weakness to kryptonite? Uh he's not that great. He's not that super. You know that? And then the, the you know these uh <coughs> excuse me, these organizations they just pick apart your every flaw to try to win the case and that's the that's the one of the sad parts about uh you know sports, you know, it's a business, you know. Yeah. Sometimes your favorite players, you know, go for the highest bid. And you know, to go to another team, even your rival team, and sometimes uh, the ownership they trade away your favorite player, you know. So you know, you know, it's, it's hard to be a sports fan at times, but it's part of life, and you know, that's how these players and uh, people and you know, these GMs, you know, they think of it as a business. But you know, it's it's refreshing to see some guys, you know, they. They really play. They really, uh, you know, you know, put they they uh, wear their hearts on their sleeve. Like Flores a few years ago, when he was when he thought he was getting traded, the fans really found out how much he cared about the Mets. And you know about Jeter, who was with the Yankees for so many years, his entire career, and uh, you know he he bled prune stripes. So yeah, you know it's so refreshing to see that there's still guys you know who obviously they want to make they want to get a paycheck too you know they want to make a name for themselves they want to go into the Hall of Fame they want to win as many championships but it's refreshing to see there's still guys who who have loyalty to their teams yeah you know? so that's that and uh, speaking of players with loyalty to their team Carmelo Anthony he goes into his uh, um, he goes into the All-Star game tomorrow night. Uh, this is going to be his 10th All-Star game appearance after uh, he, ironically, is replacing Kevin Love, who got injured, who was rumored to be, uh, you know, pursued by the Knicks uh, in a trade, you know, in exchange for Melo. And, uh, but Love is injured now. You know, yeah, Love is injured, and as a result of Love's injury, Carmelo Anthony is is re- going to the All Star game, so his streak continues. I think this is like his seventh straight as a Nick, so his streak continues. I heard that he already made trips to, to go to Puerto Rico and Cuba, but he yep. because uh, he had to rep- he has to replace Kevin Love, he has to cancel that trip. Yeah, so basically, because of his trip, he has to say no mas to his early vacation. Yeah. He got to – I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to have to, I don't know, give it to give it to Phil Jackson. 
Or you just be <laughs> refunded. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. I heard it was non refundable. Yeah, it probably but, is. You know. Flights are usually non refundable, so it probably is. But uh yeah. The, the, if it was up to Phil Jackson he he'd uh to reschedule for Cleveland or or the
motivation to try to, you know, you know, um, as a champion, he felt he lost his, uh, his, the chip on his shoulder. He lost the hunger because, you know, he made it, you know, he, he finally reached the mountaintop that nobody thought he would, you know, except for the fans. So, so Stone Cold, you know, was trying to challenge him to see if he could take his game to the next level now that he's a champion. So, as a result, uh, WWE killed all their. Looks like they killed all their, their shoot interviews that they have had, you know, recently, and even JBL's show, uh, his uh, his shows um, is uh, is is uh, no longer going to be on the WWE network either. The Legends, the JBL show. So. Oh really? Yeah. So uh-huh. WWE looks like they're done with those type of you know, interview shows. And even Y2J, he hasn't had his uh, Talk With Jericho show on uh, for a while. WWE Network either. So, yeah. they're done with that now. Well, Jericho but, uh, is busy getting yeah. trade by Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's dive into that before we go into the Elimination Chamber. Oh, man, what a segment. That was the best segment, you know, with the exclusion of, you know, Rock's... Uh, you know, promos that he, he's had, you know, over the years, you know, with uh, most notably the Cena feud that he had, like, in, uh, what was it, 20, 20, uh, 2011, 2012? Yeah. Man, th- this is probably the best kid I've seen, um, you know, excluding those those kids, um, since probably the This Is Your Life with, with Mankind and, and uh, you know, The Rock from, like, long, long time ago during the Rock and Sock Connection. It was so perfect. I mean, you know the writing was on the wall when Triple H was um, talking to Kevin Owens privately without triple, without uh, Jericho there. I was like, man, it's going down tonight. And with the festival, it was, I was like, man, it, it's definitely going down tonight. This is the perfect way for this, you know, the few to, this uh, alliance between them to go down because – it was just brilliantly performed by WWE. I mean, yeah. kudos to uh, Jericho being over the top, even even over the top for Jericho. You know what I'm saying? It, it was, you know, he had the the dancing girls, the the paintings, the the work of art. It was like it was really a masterpiece. It was it was a masterpiece. Uh, I guess pun pun not intended, but. It was really, it was really a work of art. Well, okay, I guess this time it, the that was a pun intended, but everything was was masterful. Even friendship, the magician, everything was over. It was awesome. You know, Jericho was over the top. Kevin Owens was the perfect, uh, you know, guy. You know, to play play it off of. You know, he, you know, being the serious guy. You know, you know, not you know, not um. You know, not laughing to all the ridiculous stuff Jericho was doing. Yeah. It was just an awesome skit. It was yeah. it was flawless. I was and not expecting that to happen. On, I thought it was going to happen. And the Jericho. Oh, so you didn't expect Kevin Owens to attack Jericho? No, I didn't. I didn't expect that to happen at that moment because I thought it was just going to be oh, I did. like a like a rock and a mankind. You know. Um, celebration type of thing, you know, to celebrate, like, like when Mankind celebrated his birthday, I thought, you know, just, it, it was going to be like a 
friendly thing for Jericho to do just to celebrate, you know, his friendship with uh, Kevin Owens, and then Kevin Owens would just backstab him like that. I was not expecting that. Yeah, that, thought... that completely surprised me. Oh, then they did. Then they did an even more phenomenal job then, because I saw it. I saw it because I was in my mind like, there's rumors that they're gonna, you know, feud. So I'm like, this is the perfect time for them for him to turn on him because they're not gonna have a better skit to do it to for, for Kevin Owens to turn on him because everybody was pro Jericho. Everybody was pro Kevin. You know, Team Kevin and Chris and Chris and Kevin and Jericho was like. It was it was awesome. So for Kevin Owens to turn, I mean, Kevin Owens was already a heel, but this was like the first time a heel became full on heel. Right. I mean, he was already a heel to begin with, but it's like they just restarted him to. It's like Kevin Owens is back to the way he was before being a champion. That, right. You yeah. know the way how he was when he was Kevin Steen or when he was Kevin Owens in NXT and when he came up when he feuded with Cena. <laughs> like Kevin Owens is back. I mean, he's on full heel mode. I mean, he's he was always a heel, but you know he got the fan reaction. This really put him over the top to get him that heel reaction. You know, like when he when he uh, turned on Sami Zayn in NXT, but to the to the 100th power right there. I mean, it was awesome. And then having uh uh. You know the 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 um the the list of Jericho with with uh, Chris Jericho's name on it. That was an extra. That was awesome there. And then of course the um to to cap off the the beatdown, he he smashed uh, Jericho into the, the into the TV, which is reminiscent uh, to uh, what Jericho did to uh, Shawn Michaels when uh when uh, Shawn Michaels turned when uh. When Shawn Michaels was attacked by Jericho when he turned heel, I think in 2008, so that was a nice little throwback to that. So, yeah. I mean, phenomenal. Yeah, uh, it was a, a perfect a ten. It was a perfect ten all around. That played it beautifully. So yeah, this this will now set up the match between them at WrestleMania. It should be yeah probably the best match on the card. You know, hopefully. Uh, yeah, because most likely, you know, Goldberg is going to take the title off uh, Kevin Owens' hands uh, at the pay-per-view, and probably Jericho will cost him the title. I think so. Jericho I think so. will probably cost him the title, and uh, he'll start his feud, his feud with uh, Kevin Owens. I don't. That, I, I assume. I assume Kevin Owens will uh, cost Jericho the United States title to probably Sami Zayn or somebody like that. And then they'll just have a one-on-one matchup at WrestleMania for no titles. You know? Yeah, that's but, really um, interesting. Yeah, so it's really awesome. And they on Raw, uh, what was I going to say? Um, you know, Bailey, she... she um, she um she won the um the woman's title from you know from Charlotte which I mean it you know congratulations to her a great moment for her but you know what changed the moment basically you know what this means she's gonna lose the title back to Charlotte at Fastlane because remember they've been bragging about. 
you know, Charlotte, um, you know, being Miss pay-per-view event. And there's no way they're going to make her lose her pay-per-view event, the pay-per-view just before WrestleMania. And that's why they ruined Bailey's moment. They should have waited until WrestleMania for it to go down. Or Sasha beat Charlotte at WrestleMania and postponed Bailey's title, first ever title win. You know, I don't understand why they're always making um, Charlotte lose at on Raw. Like, and that should have been a match for WrestleMania, man. Thank and you. See, I don't know why they keep doing that. You agree with me? You agree with me? Because this time, unlike the other times, the other times when Charlotte, when when Sasha won on Raw, we were like, "Wow, she won! She won again!" And then. Because we didn't even know that WWE was was doing this about the miss pay per view stuff, so they so this ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that Charlotte will win the title by Fastlane, because there's no like I said there's no way she's gonna lose her streak, the pay per view before WrestleMania, so the Bailey win is meaningless. Yeah, she's a champion. Congratulations to Bailey, but she's only holding on to the title until Fastlane. There's no, there's no um, element of surprise to, yeah. to uh, Bailey losing at Fastlane. You could literally count down the days to when she loses. She's, they wasted that opportunity, and now it, it even devalues Charlotte's feud with Shasha, like that she took the title off her because. Bailey did the same thing too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so, um, just a, you know you're only making a hold the time for one month before she loses. I mean, well, actually, less than one. Whenever the pay per view event is, you know. Yeah. So basically, it's a joke. She's just like she's just like Kevin right now. Kevin was just holding the title until Goldberg gets it back from him, like Goldberg right. said. So, yeah, let's let's um, dive into the elimination chamber. <coughs> um, you know, um, Mo Joe Riley defeated Kurt uh, Hawkins. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Mickey James. You know, via pinfall. Um, yeah, I think we both called that, or did we? Yeah, I think we both. I, I think I said that. So what? what, what which, which match is this again? Um, the the matches, uh, Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. Oh yeah, I well I thought um, I thought let me see for that match I thought, this is their second match right that they've had, or is this the first one? Oh uh, no no that was their first match, every match, which uh, Mickey James of course won one you know they they had fifty three booking, Becky won at Elimination Chamber, Mickey James. One in the rematch on SmackDown. They waited way too early to do that. They should have. They should have kept that. They should have put it for WrestleMania or something like that to build up yeah. the, the rematch. Fifty. I, I thought Mickey James would have won uh, that Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Well, she won at SmackDown now, which fifty-fifty booking. Because every time when they do these stupid rematches so early, like the day or two afterwards. It's always the other person always wins. You know the some the SummerSlam 
uh, after uh, WrestleMania 10. You know, they, you know, Razor Ramon won at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels got the, you know, that uh, the the win afterwards in their rematch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Apollo Crews versus Kalisto. I mean, Apollo Crews and Kalisto versus Dolph Ziggler. The match nobody cared about. Um, you know, Dolph Ziggler injured. Uh, you know, uh, Kalisto before the match, and then, um, you know, Dolph Ziggler. Um, what did he? Oh, yeah, he he lost. Dolph Ziggler lost, and he attacked both guys with chairs. Nobody cared about that match. To the that everybody was saying thank you Ziggler after he injured both of them with a chair. That should never happen. Easily the weakest match of the night. Of the night. <coughs> then you had the Titan Turmoil, American Alpha. They defeated uh, all the teams in SmackDown. And uh, the Ascension looked like they were going to win their first tag team titles after Uso um, jumped uh, the American Alpha, you know, after uh, Usos got eliminated. And it still wasn't enough. Uh, American Alpha won. And... Uh, Basically, SmackDown has no division. Um, yeah, I have a feeling American Alpha uh, is going to retain it. Yeah, I thought they were going to retain it until after the Uso attack. <laughs> then I was like, no, I thought that was going to happen. Then Nikki Bella versus Natalya ended in the count out. Another smooth test. There's <coughs> another, uh, here's awesome match. Randy Orton versus Luke Harper. Uh, you know, awesome, and then, you know, um, Harper was going to go for that, uh, this, the, the discus clothesline, and uh, Randy Orton hit the, hit an RKO out of nowhere. And uh, Randy Orton, you know, won, of course. Uh, the women's match, she was a shocker. Naomi won her first title versus uh, Alexa Bliss, which I didn't see that coming. Yeah, so, I was you know, expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I know it would be a good match, but... Um, Naomi winning was a nice, uh, expected thing, unexpected thing. So congrats to, to them. And what I was hoping and expecting, Bray Wyatt finally won. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was thinking that might happen when, uh, when he when Bray Wyatt was making an interest and he was passing by everybody inside the pod. I'm like, okay, maybe this might symbolize that you know, he's you know he's psyching everybody else. The eliminated Cena was like, "Wow, this might really happen." And then afterwards, you know, he fought with um with Bray, with uh um AJ for five minutes and hit the system out Brigale to counter um final storm and uh, he's a champion. So uh, congratulations to Bray Wyatt, long overdue. Um, and I'm happy for him. And then um, SmackDown. By time, and then SmackDown, he does battle against uh, AJ Styles and, um, you know, Cena and pin Cena. And apparently, according to Xbox, Cena lobbied for, uh, you know, Bray Wyatt to defeat him. Clearly. Yeah, I heard about Congratulations that. Congratulations to, uh, to, to John Cena. You know, he's you know, putting people over. He's been putting people a lot over lately. You know, Ken Owens, your Styles last year. You know, D. Bryan during his championship run a few years ago. So he's finally, you know, you know, respecting his veteran role. And, uh, you know, John Cena is going to win back the title eventually. 
and, and you know, there's going to be a, 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 a battle royale on SmackDown because New Orleans is just a battle. Team. So the rumor is that Luke Harper might win it and force it into a triple threat Wyatt family thing, which I think is going to go down. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I, I expect Cena to win the title again at WrestleMania. That way he could break the record. Um, you know, and that Elimination Chamber, you know, I thought it was going to be either Cena retaining title or Bray Wyatt winning it. Um, so I wasn't that surprised yeah. when Bray, Bray Wyatt won the title. But, uh, yeah, he's only – just like uh, Bailey, he's only going to hold that title for less than a month, so – yeah. But you know it's good. He finally he's gonna have it until um when's the WrestleMania April third I think. Well, so he's gonna have it as as of right now he'd be fighting Randy Orton right. Uh yeah he's gonna be fighting Randy Orton. Well Randy Orton remember he refused Randy Orton refused at the end of SmackDown to face him. So more likely Luke Harper is gonna win the Battle Royale on, on Tuesday night and then it's going to. To go make it a triple threat and you know accept it, accept his win and and make it a, a, a unofficial handicap match against her, but it's really a triple threat match. Right. That's what I think is gonna happen. But yes, WWE's being a lot interesting now. Yeah. You know, this is gonna go down with WWE future, but you know we'll keep you your posted. Uh, anything you'd like to? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. And come back here, guys, and uh, check out Sports and Religion every Saturdays at 11, only on Block Code Radio. Uh, you're, you're the man. I think you guys listen to another episode of Sports and Religion. I couldn't do it without you guys, ladies and gentlemen, of course. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Uh, next week. And uh, peace. Bye, folks.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.